it's great to have you here today. Uh, we're excited to announce that we're shooting our first episode of Trap Talk. It's something that me and Chris and Jake have been uh, working on for the last couple of years. And we're also excited uh, to have uh, Ricky Marshall with us here in the future. He's agreed that he wants to uh, be a part of this process today. We're just going to share a little bit about ourselves and what our mission is and what we're looking to do and hopefully grow uh, knowledge in the trap shooting community. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, started in a high school FBA team. What was I? Freshman? Had to been. Went from four shoots a year, little rinky-dinky high school FFA shoots, to uh, the grand and the state shoots, and traveled a little bit around, but not, not across country like you. Within two or three states. Uh, yeah, but you, you've won some state sh- championships. I mean, how many times have you won that, the handicap at Missouri? It's been two times or three times now? Three, three. Three times. Three. There you go. See? What'd you win this Chris year? Is a, what, what'd Chris, you win Chris this is year? a pretty humble guy. He doesn't like to brag on himself. But whenever it's a windy day in Missouri, you have to worry about him busting the score and winning the handicap. That's what I've seen. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes not. I'll be down there in the 70s with you. Well, hey, this 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 year it was really blowing on Sunday. I, I know Bob Glatz ended up winning the handicap uh, at the Missouri State shoot, but it was um, I think I had like an eighty-seven that day, and it was like the windiest day that I'd seen in Missouri in a long time. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, Jake, um, what's your story? I mean, I've known you for years, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to the to the people. So- so my name is Jake Bundy. I started shooting actually about a year after Chris, uh, a mutual friend of ours got started. He was a uh, lived across the street from me and shot with Chris and brought me in one day and said, Hey, you'll have some fun with this. And I kind of got hooked from there. Um, and a lot of Chris's success is because of his Browning Satori. And I like to be known as the guy who got made him buy the Satori. So um, we'll call it that. I'd say so. You, I beat you in an Annie Oakley match, and then the next week you bought your dad bought one, and you ran a hundred straight with it. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a little credit for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that Annie Oakley meat shooting side, and uh, you know, growing up in California, we didn't have a lot of that Annie Oakley meat shooting stuff. But now here in Missouri, it's kind of like the meat shooting culture, Annie Oakley culture. Like guys go out with their their heavy loads and their reloads that they can't even really close and they're stuffing them into the gun and they're shooting fives at a hundred yards away. I'm like, I've never seen anything like that before I got out here. That's for sure. Yeah. You never have to buy meat in Missouri anymore. You just go to a meat shoot and you'll end up winning half of it. So yeah, turkeys and tenderloins and steaks and ground stuff. It's a good time for sure. But a lot of bacon. I think we wanted to share a little bit about what our our purpose is. Our, Our goal in discussion between me and, Jake and and Chris is we're really wanting to educate people on what it takes to be a top level trap shooter, um, looking at, you know, some of the best names in the country and having them interview and sharing their mental process, sharing what they're doing and how they're achieving excellence on a high level day in and day out so that you can take that and really use it to build your game. Um, Chris and Jake, one day with me sat down and we just kind of brainstormed this and we built a Facebook page and worked on some other things. And now we're finally getting uh, in a position where we have the time to shoot episodes. So um, I appreciate your guys' patience and, um, and we're looking forward to having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. To your project here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta put some patent paper to pen. 
before you come out with anything solid, but, um, but that's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun so far. And, and, uh, and I appreciate all the work that, that you've done already, Chris and Jake, uh, these guys have learned the editing process, which isn't easy. And, um, and they've come up with a lot of good ideas as far as how we're going to release this stuff and, and, and keep it in a consistent manner. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also looking for feedback from, from the audience. If anybody wants to email uh, our Facebook page, we're going to make that information available at the end of the episode, but, um, please get in touch with us, shoot us a message, or if you know me, Jake or Chris directly, you just shoot us a message. If there's any topic that you would like to discuss, or if there's any specific person that you'd like us to interview, we're open for, for feedback. Uh, but we're really looking to uh, keep this as educational as possible and keep this as positive as possible for new shooters and for experienced shooters alike, uh, being as we're really uh, passionate about about shooting and growing the trap shooting community. Yeah, I think some of the other things we want to talk about in this is just hearing some of the stories that some of these shooters have. Um, I I would love to hear some of like uh, like some of these old time guys have probably been in some crazy shootouts over the years. I remember was it Ricky and Sean Holly? They were in a shootoff in Iowa and they were shooting like twenty seven yard line doubles to see who would win. I yeah, yeah, it's it it is crazy when you talk about that kind of stuff and what's going on. And I remember the same thing happening. Um, a couple of years ago with Tony Fortino and another junior, I was at the Grand and we were. Uh, they were doing a shoot off for doubles and it was like 70 or, or 60 or 80 straight. And I, they were like, Hey, let's move this to the 27. And I was refereeing that day. And I said, yeah, let's do it. And so we went back to the 27 and they shot that off. And I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. Cause here they are at the grand shooting for, you know, grand trophy. And I'm like, yeah, let's back it up to the fence. And I'm like, yeah, that's good sportsmanship, you know, but um, it's, 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 fun to hear perspective and stories from other people that have been there a long time and traveled a long time. And, uh, and also just people that enjoy the sport. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's all for fun. Yeah. I mean, most of the time there's some competition in it, but it's, it's for me anyway, it's just for fun seeing people from, you know, 10 States over that you see once or twice, maybe three times a year. Yeah. I I think that that for me, that becomes, you know, why I go to the grand every year is because everybody huddles up there and it becomes the hub of relationships where, you know, you might not see somebody for a whole year, but you're going to see them at the grand and everyone's there. Um, And uh, Missouri state shoots probably one of the other fun ones that I love to hit every year because you know, it's that first time where you're getting the guns out in the Midwest because it's starting to warm up. It's a little muddy, a little rainy some days, but um, but it most of the time it's a good year. showing and a good shoot. Yeah, it rains every year, at oh, least yeah. one day. Yeah, the first year me and Chris shot the whole, or at least I shot the whole state shoot. Um, it rained so much that first day. I had two pairs of jeans and two pairs of sh- uh, pants or two pairs of jeans and two pairs of shoes. And I had to keep changing them out after each hundred because it just, I couldn't keep them dry. It was so bad. Yeah. I, nobody likes to shoot in the rain. That's for sure. But, uh, but it's just part of it. You know, you get the good days and the bad days and you, and you go from there. Um, okay. So um, I had a question I want to ask you and I can't remember what it is. Let me see if I can pull my questions up here. Um, oh, so 
Zach, what is the craziest shoot you have been to um, since shooting? You know, whether it be registered ATA, whether it be non-registered charity event, like what was one of the craziest shoots or most fun shoots you've been to? Honestly, um, the most fun that I've ever that shoot that I've ever been to is at the Vernal Rod and Gun Club. Uh, they no longer officially have this shoot. I, I believe they've changed it to the Western Grand. Uh, and it's a satellite grand now, but it used to be called the Utah Uton, uh, basin shoot. And, uh, we just called it the June shoot at Vernal. Um, it was known as the June shoot and, um, anybody that's been around uh, trap shooting, uh, probably has heard of the Martins, uh, Bill Martin, Pete Martin, uh, Craig Hart. Um, you know, they're great people and they, they give a lot back to the sport and, um, you know, they're from that area in the country and that was their gun club. And uh, at the time they had, uh, you know, set up a very, very big shoot every year where a lot of the top all Americans would go shoot it. And, um, I knew it as the largest Calcutta in the country, uh, at the time. Um, you know, the Calcutta's every year got well over $200,000. Um, and that's just cause there was a ton of, uh, people there that worked kind of in that oil industry that wanted to come bet on shooters. And, you know, I, and I'd have to ask Ricky uh, if this number is correct, but I think one time I seen Leo Harrison go for, I think it was 25 or 28 or $30,000 uh, in that, in that Calcutta that they had. Um, so you'd fly up to, you know, Vernal, Utah, and it was about three hours away from Salt Lake City. So flying to Salt Lake City and drive over into Vernal. And uh, the shoot was basically everything included. So you, you bought your targets, but they had a dinner there every night. And they also had open bar. And uh, they usually had a band. So, and when I say a band, I didn't mean like a local band. I mean, they had Neil McCoy. They had the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band come out one time. Um, they had Ronnie Millsap. He came, he killed it. Like some really, really popular, you know, musicians. And they'd bring them in. And and obviously that was something that, you know, that the Martins would, would, would pay for to have us entertain. But that was probably one of the funnest shoots I've ever been to. I always look forward to it because, you know, you could make a ton of money. Uh, you could, uh, you know, eat steak and food every night. And if you were of age, you know, the bar was open. So, you know, you can drink a lot of crown and, and see all the top all American shooters in the country. Uh, they love to love to play uh, cards all night long. So they have a, a hall over there and play cards. And um, it's, it was a great, it was a great thing. And now, now that being said, I still think Vernal is one of the funnest shoots of the year. They don't have, you know, the big bands like they used to do. And, um, you know, I don't know if they do the dinners like that, but the, the, the Western grand is a fabulous shoot and there's still a lot of great people there. And I went to 2020 is the last time I went and I had a great time. It's still a fabulous club to shoot at. Sean Holly runs the place. Uh, and he does a bang up job with Stacy, his wife. Uh, it's one of the most well-run gun clubs in the country, in my opinion, as far as targets in the air, uh, keeping everything moving consistently and, um, not having any, you know, knock on wood breakdowns. Uh, he takes good care of the place. And, um, if you're looking to shoot a really good target and have a lot of fun and see a lot of people, 
somewhere towards the West Coast, I'd, I'd head out to Vernal in a heartbeat. I mean, it's just a beautiful place to shoot. And you shoot a little bit of a horseshoe. So like at the top and the first banks, you're looking over a canyon. And then as you wrap around, then you're shooting onto flat ground. So it, it it's really interesting because you could see people shoot like, you know, 23, 23 up on the hill, and then they'll shoot 50 on down when they get down on the hill. So it's almost like you're shooting two gun clubs there. And if you could make it off that first hill, usually you'll have a pretty good score uh, because, you know, the wind affects the birds, I think, more in that canyon than when you're on that flat ground. Nice. Yeah. Um, is there a shoot you haven't gone to that you want to? Yet? You know, um, what I think I'd like to get into more now that I haven't done a lot of is pigeon shooting. Uh, but that's, you know, one pretty expensive and two invite deal. So, um, you know, for trap shooting, I've been to a lot of places. Uh, I'm sure there are some shoots that I want to go to that I haven't, but I've been to so many clubs over my life that it's kind of um, hard to think of one specifically that I haven't gone to that I want to go to. Uh, I think there are shoots that in the last few years, because I was working, I didn't get a chance to shoot like the Southern Grand in Florida. And now I'm starting to go again. The Spring Grand in Tucson, Arizona, I'm starting to go to that again, which is a lot of fun. So just integrating the shoots that I used to go to as a kid has been um, has been a pretty cool experience. That's nice. That helps. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think um, the one thing, I've been shooting more sporting clays, and I know this is a trap-centric uh, podcast, but um, I'm thinking about going to Dubai in February because they're having a, a sporting clay shootout there. Ricky's talking about going to it. And I think it'd be fun. Obviously those sporting clays guys, you know, know what the heck they're doing in sporting and it's going to be a handful, but uh, Mm -hmm. just to go to Dubai and shoot it, I think would be really, really, really cool. Um, So I've been trying to train as much as I can on the sporting clays game. And I I don't think it hurts the trap at all. I think it actually helps it. Sure. I can see that it's um, that trip's going to be more of an experience trip than a business trip. I would say. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get any All-American points there, obviously, but I mean, to go eat in Dubai and um, and shoot clays out there, um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think George Digweed is the one that's actually setting the targets over there in Dubai. So knowing how much experience he is and known as one of the greatest sporting clay shooters of all time, if not the greatest, um, you know, he's he's going to do a good job, I would think. And just to shoot some targets and sets that he shot, I think that's going to be really exciting. Nice. What about you, Chris? Is there a shoot you want to go to that you haven't been able to yet due to? Uh, it's fairly local. I mean, within, what is it, six, seven hours, uh, Kentucky State shoot. I mean, I've, I've only ever gone to the Missouri and Illinois State shoot. Uh, want to try to add a new one each year. Just maintain my, my Missouri State shoot and grand uh schedule but maybe sprinkle in a, a weekend or three or four days at a, a different state and it's it's come down to either michigan or uh kentucky maybe yeah, I, this year, maybe next year i think kentucky you'd love that place they throw a great target and that's keith ditto spot um and keith's a good guy and uh, hopefully yeah. we'll get him on an episode here really soon uh but yeah i mean they throw a nice target in kentucky so uh, I don't think you'll you'll hate going down there for sure. No, I don't hate going anywhere to shoot. 
as long as they're <laughs> shooting. That's sh- better than working, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you got to work to shoot. Yeah. 100%. How about you, Jake? What's your dream dream travel trip for shooting? Uh, I'm going I'm to go crazy here. I, um, I want to do the Hawaii State shoot just because usually there's no non-residents that go to it. So um, I tried talking to the Because you were just in Hawaii two weeks ago. That also helped after seeing the state. Um, I would love, I want to go back. And the wife has basically told me that we're, uh, she wants to move there now. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know she will not. I know she's not going to want to live there full time. But um, I'm going to try and try and sneak that trip in again, maybe in the next five years or so. So that's going to be the big one, I think. I've heard from a lot of people that Hawaii is a great time. I've never been there. Hawaii State Shoot and Alaska State Shoot are two that I haven't been to that I've wanted to go to, but more just to see the place. Because you're right, there's not a lot of -of out-of-state people that go to those shoots. So, I mean, hopefully you could win. I mean, but if you you can't, I'm going to feel bad for you. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to laugh if I show up there and there's like one other guy and I'm like, oh, well, I'm not shooting doubles this week. I'm just going to play it safe. Then you'll pick, you'll <laughs> pick the week that me and Chris go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Knowing my luck. <laughs> yeah. Ricky will be there. And you'll be like, oh shit, what are we doing now? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there's a runner up spot. <laughs> yeah. It's not hard to beat that big boy, but he's a shooting, shooting booger. Uh, but uh, also, Congratulations yeah. on on the new marriage, Jake. I mean, that was what a week ago, two weeks, three. How long were you married? Three, almost a month. Almost a month. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was. I knew it was just recent. Um, I didn't know how recent, but um, but congratulations on that. Welcome to the married club. Thank you. Now we got to work on Chris. Yeah, no. he's, <laughs> he's, he's in the way he's of shooting. Saving, he's saving all his money for trap shooting. Well, you know, I feel like we shared a lot of good input today. Um, we're going to try to keep the episodes 30 minutes to an hour, depending on who's speaking and who we have available. Today was just an intro, so we're a little bit shorter. I uh, didn't want to bore anyone uh, with too much mundane information. But our goal as a team is to try to release two episodes a month. Uh, we might adjust that to more or less, depending on uh, how long it takes to edit and how many people we have interested in actually doing interviews and going from there. But we would appreciate uh, some feedback and some uh, comments. So feel free to hit up our, our Facebook fa- page at uh, it's trap talk under trap talk uh, from the back fence. Right, Jake? Yep. That's what I got it said as. Yep. So um, add us. And um, we're also going to release these on YouTube. Uh, we haven't got a YouTube channel up yet, but um, but we're working on that in progress right now, uh, so that we can list the videos along with uh, the the podcast. Uh, you are listening to on Spotify, right, Chris? That's what we're we're using for the time so being. So far, yeah, so far Spotify. But by the time this gets up, I'll get Apple all working. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, is there anything that you guys want to add as we're wrapping up? Anything uh, that we're missing, Chris or Jake? No, no, if you guys have any suggestions on shows you want to see or hear, or uh, if you want to like, if you want to comment on who the next person should be, um, is do we know we have we don't know if Ricky's going to be the first one, but that's looking like he's the front runner from who we've talked to. But we'll see who the official person is. So He'll be yeah, I think I, I think I think we'll have him as as our first uh, our first guest speaker, and 
and he might even be a more consistent guest co-host. So uh, based on what he's got going on, he sounds really excited about what we're doing. And um, it'd be great to have his knowledge being as he's, you know, shot as many years as he has. And, and him being the back-to-back captain right now, I think it's safe to say that he's probably the best trap shooter in the country as we speak. Um, you know, uh, and definitely in the list of all time greats, uh, but we'll have that discussion another day, probably. So, um, look, looking forward to hearing stories from everyone, looking forward to sharing this with you all. And, um, and yeah, I, I, we're blessed to be able to do this. Yeah. All right. Signing off guys. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the first episode and uh, we will catch you soon.